It had been reported that Pope Francis had been planning a major synod of the church for the year 2022. That has now been delayed until 2023, but not for the usual reasons these days. No, this delay is because Francis clearly wants this synod to really count toward his goal of changing the church in ways that cannot be undone. This is a bit complicated, but it boils down to this. Francis is calling for the bishops of the world to have their own synods, followed by a quote-unquote continental phase of discernment, whatever that means. In practice, it probably actually means continental synods, or at least planning sessions for this synod, where the documents for the coming synod will be drafted and sent to Rome before the big synod of bishops for the 2023 meeting. This is a big story and one that isn't getting enough attention, because this could well turn out to be a de facto Third Vatican Council. Perhaps Francis realizes that his time to change the church is drawing short. Let's dive in for a closer look. A couple of weeks ago, I reported that Cardinal Tobin gave the game away, that Francis was going to change the church using synods to institute a virtual Third Vatican Council. Now, if the spirit of Vatican II has been bad for the church, just wait until we all get a load of the spirit of Vatican III. Well, now we have confirmation of that, and it's going to be led by the input of a poorly formed laity. And I say poorly formed because Francis said as much himself when he instituted the new rules for catechists a few weeks ago. That's not me trying to sound pharisaical or anything. Trust me on this. And the laity will be playing a critical role in the undermining, I mean transforming, of the church into a greater vision of Francis. This process will begin this year, so if you see dates near you for the laity-involved process, consider taking part to help reject the more nonsensical and worldly things people want, like expanded ordinations and the like, and I'll go over some more of that towards the end. To get a clearer picture, I have some meaty quotes from a piece by Christopher Lamb in The Tablet. Let's get the basics out of the way first. Quote, the next synod of bishops gathering in Rome has been postponed until 2023, so that an unprecedented consultation of Catholics can take place in advance. Pope Francis had originally planned a synod on the theme of synodality for October 2022, but in a radical shakeup, Rome is asking every diocese across the world to begin the phase of the process on October 17th of this year. Each local church will be sent details for a consultation and listening process that must last until April 2022, when a diocese will be required to submit proposals to their bishop's conference. It is not clear yet what the consultation will focus on, but the theme of the synod is, for a synodal church, communion, participation, and mission. Bishops will then meet to listen to what the Spirit has inspired in the churches entrusted to them, and is to be followed by a continental phase of discernment. End quote. So, in October of 2021, the bishops will hold consultation and listening processes that will have priests and bishops asking the laity what they want, and that will last until April of 2022. Then dioceses will submit proposals to bishops' conferences based on that feedback from the laity. Now, given that who participates in these sorts of things in the secular world, these uh, usually these are not the, we'll say, the typical person in the pew, I've never been wild about these sort of things in the church, especially since the Catholic Church was established by Christ to be a hierarchical church. And in a hierarchical church, the bishops should lead, and the laity shouldn't worry much about these things. But the drive since the 60s has been to level the church, to elevate the laity's involvement, and bring down the role of the sacred vocations of priest and bishop into something new that reflects the values of the world. So <laughs> what could go wrong, right? But it continues... 
The plan after those listening sessions and documents submitted to the National Bishops' Conference is the following, quote, From September 2022 until March 2023, bishops from various regions will meet and draft a document to be sent to the Synod office in Rome. The final phase of the Synod will take place in the Vatican in October of that year. In an interview with Vatican News, Cardinal Mario Gresh, who leads the Synod Secretariat in Rome, said that the decision to postpone the Rome gathering was because the time was ripe for a wider participation of the people of God in a decision-making process that affects the whole church and everyone in the church. Pointing out that the Second Vatican Council taught that the people of God participate in the prophetic office of Christ, it is imperative to listen to the people of God, and this means going out to the local churches, he said. End quote. Synodality is an expression of the error of antiquarianism, and if you don't know what that is, it is the idea that the church should get back to the practices of the first and most ancient Christians. When applied to the liturgy and practice, it is called archaeologism, and Pius XII condemned this idea. An explanation of this comes from the Unum Sanctum blog, and as usual, you can find a link to this post and the article I am working with in my sources blog at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this channel with a .org at the end. I, I can't post direct links in you know in the sh here in the comments because that's uh, I try to follow the rules of this place to the best of my ability. Anyway, from Unum Sanctum, we get this explanation. Quote, Archaeologism is not so much a heresy as a trend, a certain approach to Catholic liturgy and practice. Its distinguishing characteristic is an excessive value placed on those Catholic practices which came earlier in historical chronological succession, where the archaeologist first is always best. A practice or prayer of the patristic church is better or purer than a practice of the medieval church. Consequently, the goal of any liturgical renewal ought to be to return to the practice of the first Christians, in as much as possible. The modern church ought to imitate the apostolic church. But Pius XII, while recognizing the need for greater engagement of the Christian faithful in the liturgy, saw a danger in this approach. While an appreciation for tradition is essential for any authentically Catholic approach to worship, it must be recalled that our tradition is a living tradition. The fundamental danger in archaeologism is that it views the church and her practices as an historical artifact rather than a living organic unity. End quote. The author goes on and quotes Pius XII here, and I'll do the same. Pius XII said of this practice, quote, The Church is without question a living organism, and as an organism, in respect of the sacred liturgy also, she grows, matures, develops, adapts, and accommodates herself to temporal needs and circumstances, provided only that the integrity of her doctrine be safeguarded. This notwithstanding, the temerity and daring of those who introduce novel liturgical practices or call for the revival of obsolete rites out of harmony with prevailing laws and rubrics deserve severe reproof. End quote. To put it bluntly, Pius XII saw the new mass coming at least 30 years before it did. The same thought applies to collegiality, something the modernist has been calling for for many decades before Vatican II brought that idea into practice through a clever sleight of hand that literally ignored the reproofs of Paul VI. Now, it's the norm. But back to the piece from Mr. Lamb. I reported a couple of weeks ago that Cardinal Archbishop from New Jersey, Joseph Tobin, gave Francis's plans to change the church away through these never-ending synods. And now another figure confirms this. Quote, Francis has used the synod as the primary vehicle for implementing his pastoral agenda and renewal of the church, and has strengthened the importance of the synods. The Pope, however, wants this renewal to come from below, and has said his model of a synodal church is that of an inverted pyramid, where those who exercise authority are called ministers, because in the original meaning of the word, they are the least of all. 
The Synods on the Family, 2014 and 2015, Youth, 2018, and the Amazon, 2019, all included consultations of ordinary Catholics as part of this process. Both Cardinal Grish and the new rules for the Synod reference church teaching on the census fide, the sense of the faith of all believers, and the idea that the church as a whole is infallible in her belief. The Cardinal said that unity in the church is not just achieved by strengthening the authority of pastors, but requires circularity, reciprocity, journeying together with respect to the various functions of the people of God. He added, God willing, one of the fruits of the Synod is that we might well all understand that a decision-making process in the church always begins with listening, because only in this way can we understand how and where the Spirit wants to lead the church, end quote. I am reminded of the recent call for better catechesis from Pope Francis. He issued his document calling for stronger catechetical training and invented a new vocation for that purpose, which would in practice be him promulgating through a formalized practice his vision of the Catholic faith. The need for stronger catechesis is born from the reality that few Catholics understand the faith today. This is evident by the lack of belief in the real presence that is demonstrable through the data. The lack of use of the confessional, the number of Catholics who support the Moloch and James Martin programs, all of it. And this is the same body of laity that the bishops will be consulting starting this October. And no, I don't want the bishops only consulting traditional Catholics either. I want the bishops to lead. Is that so much to ask? It is worth noting here that the National Bishops' Conference is purely a modernist invention that has no canonical standing. They were devised by suspected diabolist Cardinal Bernadine, who was one of the founders of what would become the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. This move was to elevate the bishops as a body with the Pope, and as such is an expression of, error collegia of the error collegiality. There have been earlier iterations after the Council, most notably in Canada, where the bishops of Quebec issued a statement in union with the feedback of the laity that rejected Humanae Vitae, but the big push was done by Cardinal Bernadine and his coterie of innovators. And that's the track record, really. These synods have always been used as vehicles for making the church more worldly, and I see no reason to think this will be any different this time. In fact, given that the data says pretty consistently that the laity want very innovative things indeed, it should be worse. Things like expanded ordinations in the vision of the world, expanded nuptial sacraments a la Pastor Jimmy Martin, eco-sins, the list goes on and on. So what should we expect? Probably nothing good. But perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe this will be just fine. What do you think? Let me know in the comments, please. Also, like, subscribe, and hit that bell so you don't miss anything. I'll be covering this story until and through the Synod, and it has the potential to be the biggest story of the Francis reign to date. So subscribe to keep apprised of it all. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.